Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Being and Making Disciples. This is the final summer reflection as we get ready to go back into another ministry year here. So we'll have new episodes coming out, season two officially kicking off. But we close this last summer reflection talking about our mother, the Blessed Virgin Mary, and her role in evangelization. I don't know about you, but sometimes I can think, I'm out here on my own, it's me and Jesus. But Mary's always with us. For wherever we find Jesus, we'll find Mary. Wherever we find Mary, we'll find Jesus. They are intrinsically linked. So we're going to spend a little bit of time reflecting on the role of the Virgin Mary in our lives, specifically in evangelization. Now, I'm no Mariologist. I will be the first to tell you that. But Mary has revealed things about herself to me through the great saints, which are available to all of us, all of these great writings about the saints. And as you learn more about Mary, you come to see why Mariology can be its own field of study. I mean, it's never-ending the depth and the riches of understanding Mary and how that leads us closer to her son. So first, I just wanted to talk a little bit about three titles of Mary. She's got so many beautiful titles. But there's three that come to mind for me that relate to evangelization. One is Mary, Mother of Christians. Now, why is this important? Well, let's think about who we're trying to evangelize for the most part. They're either fallen away Catholics or someone in their family line was Catholic. I mean, am I right? I mean, I've got friends that their great-grandparents were Catholic. Maybe their grandparents went somewhere else. Then from there, it just rippled out more and more and more. Mary wants to unite all of her children. She's the mother of all of us. All of those who are baptized into her son. She's the mother of all Christians. So Mary is deeply motivated. She really wants her children back together. Think of any mother when her children aren't getting along. She calls them together. She tries to make peace. She tells one, hey, you should talk to this one about this one, this one. She's always trying to pull the strings a little bit, right? Mary, undoer of knots is another title. But she's pulling the strings. She's trying to, you know, get everyone back to the table, which for us is the Eucharist at the Mass. So Mary, mother of Christians, is the first one I really wanted to highlight. The second is Mary, help of Christians. So She's here to help us. She's also known as Our Lady of Good Help, right? So when we're out there alone or in the middle of a difficult conversation, Mary wants to help us. Another beautiful title. Then third, this is an awesome title that I feel like is buried. We don't talk about this title enough. Our Lady of Victory. Mary doesn't want her children to fail, especially in speaking about her son. She wants us to succeed. She wants us to be successful in helping bring people back to her, to her son. So think about these titles. Call upon these titles. Think about what they mean for you. Mary, Mother of Christians, Mary, Help of Christians, and Our Lady of Victory. And call upon her under these titles. Ask her for what you need. And like a good mother, she probably already knows what you need before you ask, but she wants you to ask she wants to be in communion with you. What do so many <laughs> so many of us hear that guilty voice in the back of our heads? Call your mother more. You should call your mother more. Mary desires that relationship with you and only to lead her to 
lead you to her son. There's a few other things about Mary. So this is from True Devotion of Mary by St. Louis de Montfort. But he highlights that Mary was necessary to God in the incarnation of the word. So for Jesus to come, Mary was necessary as part of God's plan. You ever heard that saying, no Mary, no Jesus? Well, there's also the K-N-O-W, no Mary, no Jesus, right? So if Mary was necessary for God to bring Jesus into the world, how can we expect nothing less that Mary is necessary for us to bring Jesus to others in our lives, right? (laughs) If God needed Mary, so do we. So if we want to bring people to Jesus, we need Mary, bottom line. We need her to reveal her son to us and to help us share her son with others. Number two, Mary has the ear of her son more than any other saint. On proof of this, go to sacred scripture, the wedding at Cana. Mary asks for a miracle. Jesus says, it's not my time yet, woman. What does Mary do? Starts to make the preparations. And if you've watched the shows and they do a beautiful job of this, they just have a look in that episode. It's so beautiful. Mary and Jesus. And I've heard it mentioned that that there is some speculative theology. This is purely speculative theology. But that Mary, by her intercession in that moment, hastened the day of salvation, if you will. You ever heard that term, hasten the day? Hasten the day of salvation because of her intercession she began the process of salvation sooner. So think about that for us. If we've got someone in our lives we're really trying to help know Jesus, Mary can help us hasten the day. She has the ear of her son more than any other saint. And what that meant in Jewish culture, the role of the mother, Jesus was such a faithful Jew, he would have loved and honored his mother. And he still does today. So, of course, she's the most powerful intercessor of all the saints. And the third point is that countless saints and mystics have had devotion to her, especially those we might think of when it comes to evangelization. I mean, all the saints were evangelists in their own way, right? Of course. But just to name a few, St. Pope John Paul II, the father of the new evangelization, deeply devoted to our mother, consecrated the world to Mary, right? Attributes her with um, the bullet uh, not hitting him in the heart, right? Attributes that miracle of his uh, making it through that assassination attempt to the hand of the Blessed Virgin. So there's one, a powerhouse saint, St. Pope John Paul II. Another saint, Deep devotion to her, Mother Teresa, St. Teresa of Calcutta. One thing she was known for was handing out miraculous medals to basically everybody, right? But I, there's this beautiful story of her that they were going through this dangerous territory and there was some, uh, basically, guerrilla warfare was going on and they had this confrontation. They needed to pass through an area. These guys had guns and looked real rough, right? What does Mother Teresa do? smiles, walks up to them, hands them miraculous medals. They got through. So the miraculous medal is also a very powerful, powerful thing you can wear as a reminder and an, an agent of grace, the miraculous medal. 
right? They're scapulars. So many things we have access to to draw us closer to Mary, remind us of her presence, and bring us closer to her. But Mother Teresa was big on the miraculous medal. So, uh, third saint, among many, of course, Saint Maximilian Kolbe, who envisioned an army for her that he called the Militia of the Immaculate, the Immaculata. He loved her, and he envisioned an army in devotion to her to conquer sin and death. And remember, devotion to Mary, its end is union with Christ. Mary always leads us to her son, so don't be afraid to foster this devotion. There was a time in my life where I was afraid. I thought, well, was being close to Mary going to distract, distract me from Jesus? I couldn't, couldn't be farther from the truth. Mary brings us closer to her son. So how can we foster this devotion of Mary, especially in regards to evangelization? Well, first, we need to entrust our efforts to her. This can be through a simple Hail Mary before we begin, before we enter into the missionary territory, right? Before we try to talk to someone about Jesus or put on an event or reach out to those who are hurting. Just a simple Hail Mary. She is the spouse of the Holy Spirit, my friends. So, calling upon her, asking her to intercede for us, and she will bring, help bring the Holy Spirit to us through her intercession. So just entrusting what we're doing to her. Number two, some particular way to stay close to her, some daily practice of prayer to be close to Mary ourselves. Might consider a daily rosary. 15 minutes. Right? And you know, I used to pray the rosary. Well, backtrack. There was a time I'd never thought I'd pray a rosary, and then Mary helped me. And it used to take me a long time to pray a rosary, but then I kind of realized I was praying the rosary about myself a lot. I say, well, this decade's for this intention, this decade's for this intention. I let go, once I let go of all that, the rosary it was it was just easier to pray too. So so the rosary if if you're not there yet, start with a simple Hail Mary. And then third, we can consecrate ourselves. All we do and all we are to her, as Dan and I have done with our podcast. She can safeguard our efforts and our entire being. She can bring us to her son now and at the end of our lives. As Christ said on the cross, right? we always know that people when they're in their last moments, say the most important things, right? Whatever, the last things they want to say. And one of those things Jesus did while he was on the cross was talk about his mother. So in speaking to St. John, who represents all of us in that moment, said to her, woman, behold your son. So Mary, you are mother of all disciples now, all Christians. And to St. John, the beloved disciple, he said, behold your mother. He established the relationship there for all of us to emulate. And just like St. John did after that moment, we are called to take her into our homes, and especially the home of our hearts. So friends, entrust yourselves to her. Do not be afraid 
you want the quickest, surest way to multiply your evangelization efforts, your, your efforts to make Jesus known and love, the easiest thing is to ask Mary for help. Our Lord entrusted himself to her. The God of the universe entrusted himself to Mary to come into this world. So if God did it, how can we not? We're called to follow his example. Part of that example is entrusting ourselves to his mother. Further reading on Mary, if you're interested. Of course, True Devotion to Mary, the classic by St. Louis de Montfort. 33 Days to Morning Glory by Father Michael Gately. Well, there's many books about Mary and consecration, including St. Maximilian Kolbe's Militia of the Immaculate. So you can look those up. I think for the Militia of the Immaculate, there's even a PDF you can get online. So many great ways to draw closer to Mary. So I encourage you, keep it simple. Start saying a Hail Mary more. That's the easiest way to get going further down that path closer to the Blessed Virgin. So thanks for listening. Hope this has helped you. Consider how Mary can uh, help you talk about her son. As summer begins to wrap up, if you haven't already, make sure to take advantage of our book, Summer Sale. It's only $9.99 on Amazon. We did a price drop for the summer, so that'll be around just a bit longer until Season 2 kicks off. So soon we're going to be having interviews with guests related to evangelization. Um, Some are going to surprise you, too, the guests that we're going to have. I guarantee you that. We'll have discussions and panels on special topics related to sharing the gospel and much more. So please subscribe today if you haven't already. Share this with friends that you know could use a little bit of encouragement in helping the church reverse the the, the trend of disaffiliation, helping the church be bolstered in our efforts of evangelization. We're just trying to create a community here of people that want to share ideas, best practices, and learn from one another. So thank you for listening. I pray this podcast will help you to continue to go and make disciples. God bless.